Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. A cautionary tale. Listen to what they say, then do the opposite. Your hosts, Colin Flynn and John M. Craig. Thank you for joining us. You are listening to Unbecoming of Age, the podcast. It's hosted by two guys that have never met each other in real life. My name is Colin Flynn. I'm one of those guys. I hail from Iowa. And my co-host is Mr. John M. Craig. Oh, hey, what's up, Colin? I was sorry. I was like doing this like little weird tongue click during the music, during the opening. You'll be able to hear it if you can isolate that. <laughs> it was it was really just for me. But now I, I actually want to listen back to... Uh, what episode is this? What number one, are we on? 112. Does it really matter? Uh, one, one, two. Um, yeah, man. Uh, how you doing, man? I'm doing good. You're coming in. You're coming in a little hot. I'm just I, yeah, I'm, you know why? Because I'm making love to the microphone. You're just right on top. No, of I'm right on top of the microphone. You know why? Because I listened to I listened to a story about Joe Frank. Remember, didn't we talk about Joe Frank on here? Uh, or did we did talk we? about that in person? I, I, so Joe Frank was a radio guy. Uh, he... He would tell these bizarro stories. He would do these like radio drama stuff. Really fucking weird, esoteric shit. And uh, apparently, one of it, he, he when he told the stories, he was right up on the mic. Uh, I'll try to you know what I'll try to find the story and send send you the link to it because it's pretty good. Um, very unique stuff. Yes. You know, and and sort of out there. Like I think it'd be something that you would appreciate. But one of those things that if you just stumbled upon it, you'd if you didn't get locked into it within the first 15 seconds, you just turn it off. Go like, what the fuck am I listening to? You know, I, I think I have heard a little bit of this guy. Just, uh, just a brief little bit of it uh, back in the day. But, uh, but yeah, I'd, I'd like to hear it. I, I like listening to old radio stuff. There's a lot of that. If you go out and search online, if you use the uh, the word air check, which is what uh, they used to refer to back in the day. I don't know if they still do that or not. But uh, when, they, when the disc jockeys, if you were a on-air person, uh, the talent, as it were, uh, and you were um, you, you saved a copy of your show, you, there was they had a little, the, the, the norm was there was a little cassette machine that was hooked up in the studio and every time the mic went live the cassette would would roll and, and would uh, record what you're saying and that was called air checking and so if you uh, google air check and um, like certain radio stations in, in bigger markets you could just do like new york city air checks seven, 1970s or something like that and you'll come up with all kinds of crazy stuff and so yeah all those old uh, all those old disc jockey things are out there and, and uh, they're on the on the interwebs for you to for you to look i, I don't know i wonder how the uh, the copyright on some of that stuff uh, uh comes out because there's there's a lot of jingle packages some of those old you know the old jingles that we remember from from the days of yore a lot of that stuff's out there and then like i was just like i had a box my wife brought a box of uh she keeps trying to yeah you know, women do this uh to, to us to us, us us men us us manly men with with the biopenis the 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 um biopene 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 trademark Colin flynn 2019 um, and I've, I've researched this a little more, John, John Michael Craig, and I, uh, there is a, actually a phenomenon which we'll get into a little later. I think uh, it's uh, the micro penis uh, phenomenon has already started to happen. So this okay, is okay. I you know what I you can keep that to yourself because uh, I'm I'm okay with my penis, the size of my penis. I don't know okay. what a micro penis is, and I don't ever want to know. Okay, well they're they're, they're happening already. So um, are there there are people that are aware of this. The, the both the owners of the micro penis and the the people that have just okay. Uh, <laughs> I've seen I I listen I've I've watched and I hope it's not a thing I mean like I, I think I'd rather watch tranny porn than to come across stumble upon a dude with a micro penis I think I have seen this I don't want to talk about it I know we jumped in you know what it's way too early in the year and this episode of the podcast we're talking about the micro peen I'm a bio peen guy I'm all right. I'm packing above average as far as I know. I don't know. I research it quite a bit. Okay. Not a lot. I mean, just about 37 times a year just to make sure. I like to take pictures, put it next to a, you know, you know Coke can. Make we're sure talking I'm good. about this, this air check thing. Okay, so yes. and we'll come back to the... To, I think 2019 should be the year of the penis, by the way. I know it's supposed to be... It's the, a big the, comeback for us, man. You know, it's our day, man. It's our time. The Chinese, they want you're the dog. We're going to... You know, I know there is a cock, you're the cock thing, but... God, I wish I had a... Oh, look at this. 
Okay, uh, there's a little echo there on the line, but um, so uh, I just we were talking about air checks. My wife, she's trying to like I said downsize me, so she's moving stuff around all the time. So she drops this box, which was in the in the basement. Uh, I thought uh, pushed away. God, I wish I had a cassette player where, where this would work. But anyway, so um, she she's got this box. We've got some radio air check stuff in here, and the first one I pulled out. Now this one weird, weirded me out because uh, it was uh, a, a friend of mine sent this to me. Uh, he went off to um, actually he was working in the Silicon Valley. Uh, K-R-E-O, which I believe was in Santa Rosa, California at the time. Now, I and the morning show was Watts and Wells, Timothy Watts and uh, his partner. I don't remember the guy's name, Wells. They had a they were working at a station, K-R-E-O, which I believe now K-R-E-O, 90, it was 93 K-R-E-O back in, in the day. And this says Jingle Package and... Air check, uh, air check, and complete jingle package. Okay, this like you have this right now. I have this. It's on cassette. Yeah, it's it's in my hand. And uh, I mean, are you going to play it for us? I can't because I don't have it. Well, what the fuck? Oh, okay. I just didn't know. I thought it was like, wow, that what a coincidence that we're all you know talking yeah. about shit and air check. And I mean, I know you brought it up and you weaved it in but nicely, but. <laughs> But here's one. It, yeah. I know it would have been really nice that I played it. But here's one that I'm going to have to try to pull out because you, you were just talking about, uh, well, kind of alluding to. I guess the Grease Man. He wasn't from. Oh yes, the Grease Man, DC guy. DC. I got him. I, that's how this tech set I got in my hand right now is DC. Do you have the uh, year? Uh, it just says the Grease Man's cop stuff. Cop stuff. He used to do. I remember movie. his cop character. Yeah, his yeah cop he was. Character. He was in New York. He was in the New York market. Um, the Grease Man. Ooh, he was a. He, he, he got in trouble language. for some crazy shit. Yeah, it was a whole world. Of, I I can't yeah. really do an impression of him. It was real annoying. Yeah, he made uh, up his own language to get to uh, to get around the FCC's stuff, so that uh, you, you knew what he was talking about. Like he he always would say, "Ooh, cool whipalingas," you know, he'd say stuff like that. So cool, sure. cool whipalingas. You kind of figured out with that. Yeah, well, maybe uh, there'd probably be a micro penis involved somewhere in that in that whole thing. So. Um, and yeah, but uh, I've got a bunch of that. I got a whole box of them here at my feet, but a lot of them are on, on real. But I'll, I'll try to resurrect some of this stuff. On the other side of the Grease Man uh, is uh, one of my one of my radio handles here, which is this has got me on the other side doing something. And this was when I was going. Uh, this was given to me, and this might have the jingle package. And I hope it does have the jingle package because uh, I worked at this station where um, it was a what they called back in the day a hot hits radio station, which means we played like twenty songs, literally. You know, you know how you only know, twenty. For that yes. period of time, for that yes. cycle, yes. the same fucking 20, 20, 20 songs, songs with a lot of commercial breaks. Over and over and over and over. Jingle, sure. jingle jingles like crazy. We had we did the weather. No matter what the weather was, no matter what was going on, we had seven, a seven-second music bed that you would put the, the music in live. So this thing would stop and it would go, okay, okay, Z weather, or whatever the hell it was. Uh, no, it was okay, okay weather, okay weather. But it was uh, K-O-K-Z was were the call letters. Uh, and uh, it would do the singing thing, and then you had seven seconds to spit out whatever the hell was going on. And then, so it was a tornado warning, it was whatever the hell, they didn't, they didn't get, they didn't get <laughs> a shit. You, you had seven yep. seconds to talk about it. Yeah. And uh, so anyway, this is from there. And so everybody, when they started, they gave you a name. Like there was a guy when I, uh, that was before me, I remember his name was, uh, super Charlie Cooper, and then so he had all his air, you know, his little jingle things, which were all Super Charlie Cooper. Who gave the name? Uh, we had a program program director, that, director that just, Med that he, gave the yes, name. He just arbitrarily did, just whatever the fuck that motherfucker wanted. Whatever kind of shit he came up with. And what if you didn't know. like the name? Didn't fucking uh, matter. That was your name, huh? Did, didn't matter because they'd already ordered the jingle package. They handed <laughs> you your, they they handed you the jingle when you, when you came in and said, "Here's your jingles." And in my case, they said, "You are Sly Sky Copeland." That was my name. Sly. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What? Sly Sky. Copeland. I followed Super Charlie Cooper. Super Charlie Cooper. Okay, what was Super Charlie Cooper's real name? I have no fucking idea. You don't know. Does he even know anymore? I don't know. Sky Fly. Sly. 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 Sly Sky Copeland. And I was broadcasting live from the new improved ultra plush high tech space needle like studios. Sky. Yes. Did did you have to say your name, or the jingle took care of that? The, the jingle the did, package? but, you, but you, you did it. You, you it was just repetition, repetition, repetition. Did you ever so, go with uh, the cope or cope? No, no. See, the, you couldn't of, no. improvise. Well, if the the other people on the air called me Sly or they called me Sky, one of the two. Um, how long? How long were you this guy? I was Sly Sky Copeland for a, a while. For like like, like a, more than a, a few months. Uh, yeah, a couple a couple of years anyway. A so couple of yeah. years. A couple of years of Sly Sky Copeland broadcasting live from the new improved ultra plush high tech space needle like studios. Yeah, that's we did that stuff. Do you think that you could do an entire episode of this podcast? As a character, 
like it just do it radio style without with no without going too over the top like pretend that it is that time right and that we have a program director the podcast program director we can make up a name for that guy and then like you know maybe i don't know how how meta we'd want to go with it but i don't know that i could do it because i've never done it i've never hit the post i've never had to i've only done college radio for one summer and that was it and I have some of those tapes but there were no rules and I didn't give a fuck and I probably wasn't very good how about Little Willie Micropenis (laughs) (laughs) nah man I'm Big Willie Micropenis fuck Little Willie again how do they know how does he know Little Willie Micropenis always go in the stall so this is this is good I did not realize I mean I knew that you were on air talent I knew that you did this thing. Did you have other names uh, throughout? Uh, I used just my, I was Colin Flynn for a while. I was, uh, I think at one point, let me see. Uh, yeah, I've, there were others. Um, I was Colin Edwards at one point. That was a... Um, what? Why? Yes. Who decided that? First like, name, what was same thing. Uh, you know, they, they gave you that. I'm trying to remember what all was involved in. Uh, I, I don't know. I, there, were, there were a couple others. I don't it's, uh, oh My God. Sly Sky is challenging. It's like a fucking tongue twister. Sly Sky Copeland. Yeah. It just, it's, after a while, you just got right onto it. And the Copeland, Copeland thing was, uh, obviously, it was a, uh, it was a ripoff thing where, where they were, they were making, uh, they're trying to draw a reference to the police and the police, the police were, were big cool. at that point, so right? I was, this is my Stuart Copeland connection, you know? So mm-hmm. yeah, Copeland sounded cool. sounded cool, I guess, to this guy. So that's what I got. Wow. Did you take calls? Yeah. Shit. Yeah. Shit. We call me Never shit. a live call though. Always uh, no, recorded. Oh, no, fuck, I did. I do live calls all the time. Um, really? Yes. Yeah, we did. I uh, thought that was sort of, I thought they changed that at some point. They didn't risk they, it. Uh, they they did, but um, we uh, we did a lot of recorded stuff. But uh, I did a morning show where um, we pretty much broke all the, all the rules in the, in the morning uh, at that point. I had a guy that... Um, I had a guy that uh, was, uh, I think I've told this on, on, on here before, but there was a guy that was a, uh, he's like the overnight manager at a Holiday Inn, and he was really into sports, and he used to call me all the time, and he would ask mm-hmm. for, he would ask about, you know, what, who won this, and who, you know, he was always asking me this sports shit when I got in in the morning, and he drove me fucking crazy, and finally I was like, dude, I go, why don't you just do the sports? And he was like, what do you mean? How, how am I going to do the sports? I said, you got a fax machine over there? He's like, yeah. So I'd fax him the sports, and then I'd say, hey, here's so-and-so from the uh, from the Holiday Inn. And uh, he would do this, the sports for me. And then there was times where um, I would have another caller on. I would have a caller on and I'd have him on and they were both actually live. And I would say, you guys just handle this talk for a little bit. I got to go to the bathroom or whatever. And I'd, I'd actually mm-hmm. just, just for the hell of it, just because I wanted to to just see where this would go and just to see if they could not have dead air and, and just... Did they did, they, did it work? Was yeah. the guy okay? Yeah, he kept it going. He kept it rolling. He, he could keep shit. If he had another person, they would talk about whatever the hell was going on. Huh. And, you ever meet I, that guy? Uh, not in real life ever. <laughs> wow. You see, you're old school. This is all that for you, <laughs> talking to someone yes. on a mic and you don't know who the fuck they yeah. are. Yeah, so I, wow. and I, I had an occasional uh, uh, F-bomb kind of flow out. We, we did have the, um, we did have the, uh, the, the, there's a button that they used to have, an eight-second delay thing that you could yep. use if you if you needed to, but mostly it was like uh, rolling without a condom. Just uh, went in there and just, uh, we were just barebacking it most of the time. Mm-hmm, just, mm-hmm. Yeah, just what got the micropenis out and did you do a lot of live reads uh, for local businesses uh yeah we did uh, quite a quite a few like, more like auto kind of auto sales yeah mattresses what are we talking about no there's a lot of well, mostly there's a lot of auto sales stuff i remember i got a uh there's one point i had a um i had this fucking hair salon just pissed off as shit at me uh because uh okay i we were they were a high-end hair salon, and right. uh, they, they sold a lot. I think they sold Paul Mitchell products and stuff. Mm-hmm, not, mm-hmm. not that that's super high-end, but it well, was, no. Uh, but at the time, at the time, it, it was. Yes, yeah, you know, yeah. like it was before that. It was all over the place. I right, mean, I don't right, think right. it was available in every, you know, you know, uh, drugstore. Yeah, well, if it's if it's available at a drugstore, it's not Paul Mitchell. It's counterfeit, according to Robert well, Mitchell. according to Paul Mitchell. But that was bullshit because my understanding of it was that, and I don't know this. It could be fake news. Is that they did that themselves. <laughs> 
uh-huh. they sort of you know created that they yeah. created that I, I don't understand but I don't know I think it was just you sell where you sell but you pretend like it's not you and but, but whatever yeah so I did I did the, we did live reads for this hair salon all the time and then um, me and after it was kind of like we did we did the live read and then it was over but one of the uh, one of the other air talent people the guy, the guy that did the news uh, Kent Maskey is his name uh, he uh, uh, was that a real name I think that's his real name, yeah, okay. and he used his real name on the air. So, uh, at any rate, Kent uh, and I got into a discussion about uh, just a longer discussion about hair care products. And uh, as you have seen the pictures, on air, uh, yes, on air, and you've seen the pictures of what you know, I was sporting the long Jerry Seinfeld hair yeah, yeah. at the time. And so, uh, hair care products were of interest, and um, we, uh, I surmise that um, most uh, most hair care products were really bullshit. They're just coatings for your hair. You know, they they mm-hmm. couldn't actually. Stretch Strengthen your hair. There's, mm-hmm, nothing, mm-hmm. you know, there, there's nothing you can really do, you know, as far as adding shit to your hair that is going to actually really change your hair so much. It might change the way it, it lays and looks and whatever, but as soon as you get it fully, like, washed, like yeah, as soon as repaired you get it, your dead hair. Yeah, you're, yeah, it's dead hair. It's dead shit growing out of you or whatever. So anyway, right. uh, we went into that afterwards, and then these guys, oh man, they caused that caused a furor. They really did. It was, it was, uh, so who who comes down on you? A program director, sales, everyone? Well, no it starts one. With, starts with, with in that case, it would start with like a, a customer that complained to the salesperson. The salesperson tries to blow it up into as big a thing as they can, and then the program director, and then you're sitting in a room with a with a. Uh, with you're a, having a meeting. Oh, you're having a fucking. Meeting. You're getting called to the yeah. principal's office. I've been called to the principal's office. Uh, a bunch of times back in the radio days and I've had but wasn't it worth it every single time wasn't it kind of amusing and stupid Yes, yes. I had uh, we, I had one uh, uh, one guy that was the general manager who was he was really fucking nuts. He was he was a good guy, but he was he was uh, pretty fucking crazy. Uh, he would go to the mat for you. He didn't give a fuck. He did not give a fuck about uh, most of what was going on. As long as you there was nothing that they you know we're losing the license for. He was willing to go for it. And he was like, yeah, let's let's do it. And we faked a bunch of shit. You know, faked uh, like we'd we'd fake news we had we had the uh um we had one of the air talent uh, get kicked off the air it was a fake completely made up fake thing that we did um we um I, one time we uh, the our biggest coup was we got the the competing radio station in town to run a bunch of commercials for us they didn't know it the, the, what was going on but we had a we hired a, 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 an ad agency from out of town to buy advertising for us a teaser advertising campaign and the teaser advertising campaign was for a new morning show that we had coming in which we were call, <laughs> which we were calling the morning thing and it was one of those things where they they, they, they got the commercials and all the and they would get a schedule and say run these commercials blah 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 they didn't have to produce them they, they just were and it was like this teaser coming you know coming mid-march it's the morning thing coming mid, or no it wasn't the morning we, we didn't give it all the thing the thing is coming that's what it was coming in mid-march the thing is coming to lincoln nebraska be, be looking be on the lookout for the thing it's coming you know and people were like what the hell is it and we bought billboards the thing is coming to lincoln and nobody knew what the hell the thing mm-hmm. was well the thing was the morning thing and so um and then we didn't uh, unveil that until like the, the day before and then the, we even sent them spots that had these, these commercials we mm-hmm. call, call commercial spots in in the biz uh but anyway we sent them commercials that said the morning thing and uh they even ran those for like half of a they, they ran them for like two hours before they figured out wait a minute what the fuck is this the morning thing they was like wait this is a, this is a radio show this this is a fucking anyway it's a, yeah a, a competitor's radio show yeah yeah so but, yeah, right. so i had somebody that, that was that cool to work for and then i had other guys that were just complete fucking just the complete exact opposite i, I had one guy that he ended up uh, i got fired by this guy um from a uh, from a show from a radio gig and uh i actually just to fuck with this guy <laughs> uh i i avoided him because uh the uh he, i could go in and do the shift and he wasn't going to come into work early and he was kind of he 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 lived in us uh, he didn't live real close to the radio station put it that way and he tried to run everything around his normal business hours and I ran everything around uh, um, getting my shit done and getting out of there and avoiding him, which was uh, sort of, uh, I was able to accomplish this for about four or five days when I knew for sure he was going to fire me, uh, like on, they intended to fire me on Monday for some shit that we had done, and uh, he ended up not being able to do it until like a Thursday. But there's a, 
there's a adage in radio there's if if you stick around radio for for long enough at least back in the day there's there's two groups of people in radio there those that have been fired and those who will be fired <laughs> and a lot of times it's not your fault and i would have much rather have it be my fault than uh, just sit around and wait for the other shoe to drop with some bullshit although that happened uh at least once once as well and that would be something where you would be working at a station and it's a rock station and all of a sudden um a few people in suits walk through one day and everybody's looking around kind of at what's going on and you're like oh, who are these guys i don't recognize these guys who are they and then uh two days later uh you have a a meeting is called and it's uh, the guys from the new company and the new company guys are saying well hey here's the thing uh we're uh buying your radio station and uh, i know it's rock and roll now but in two days uh we're going to be programming country radio and you're fired you're fired you're fired and you're fired that's generally how it would go and uh and so how many how many years would you say you were on air talent essentially a dj even if you did some other job but one of your primary functions was to be on air uh on a regular basis how long did i do it yeah approximately uh 12 13 years somewhere around there and and during so uh, did you start in promotions and then go to on air talent or did you kind of no I started the very first thing I did was at a I was working at a well actually it was I was going to a community college uh, Kirkwood Community College and they didn't uh, they they had a um, they had a radio station. It was a, a station that played classical and jazz music. Uh, it was a kind of an NPR sort of uh, type thing. And they uh, did not have any sort of internship, even though it was at a community college. There was no internship and no students working at the radio station. And I went in and uh, convinced the uh, guy who was the program director at the time that they should uh, you know, at least have a, some sort of something going on, either an internship in the summer or uh, something going on during the year uh, because there was no, they actually didn't have any broadcasting program at the time and uh, I you know, just really wanted to get on the radio station so I talked him into that and so when I started doing that the all uh, everything there was pre-programmed and it was all it either came through on a satellite uh, feed or it was taped and the um, only thing I got to do was uh, once an hour on um, this was on Sunday morning like I had to go in at 6 a.m. on Sunday morning and worked at like 6 a.m. till noon on a Sunday at a very low power uh, public radio station at a community college and I uh, once an hour I would say broadcasting live from Kirkwood Community College this is KCCK FM Cedar Rapids and then that was it and then I started well, the next tape wasn't that wasn't that actually kind of cool just doing that to start well, oh I, I used to practice it I'd practice it over and over yeah. and I'd sit there yeah. and then and I even fucked it up a couple times you know it's like right. you know I'd get on there and I'd be like because ah, and there was like I knew there was like three people listening to me uh, <laughs> if that you know it was like an you know, uh, uh, yeah. When when you were when you first got on air and you were doing you were doing the thing and you got a phone call like with a request or anything whatsoever, did you get excited like if if the person was like lived far like further away or whatever mm. or something like like kind of like wow it's kind of cool. It was easy to get jaded about phone calls. Everybody assumed at that point, because this is pre-internet, for whatever stupid reason, everybody uh, thought that if they called the radio station, they could get the answer to whatever their question was. So you got all kinds of really, oh, yeah, right, right. really fucking idiotic <laughs> questions. People asking you the craziest shit, you know, about you know, like your the library or, or whatever. Yeah. So you got a lot of those calls, and then you just got a lot of, uh, you know, I, there's a lot of requests and things like that. And, and you know, sometimes it was fun, as you, you know, you could roll with it and have a good time. And then sometimes they you, you, they're just dicks, and you know you, it. It kind of depended on your mood, but um, I didn't really get too uh, too excited that much about it. I, like I said, we did a lot of phone calls, a lot of stuff like that. I like putting people on the air. When I when I got into the position where I could do that, I couldn't do that for the first couple of jobs. I went from the from the first one there at the at the. Uh, at the community college I went from there and then the next job I got I was actually a weekend news director at a little AM station which is uh, sounds uh, it sounds like something but it really was basically I read a lot of news uh, on uh, there was two radio stations uh, the AM and the FM uh, in, in that market that um, and I would uh, we did live news reads and uh, so I, I read a lot of news and then they would also they wouldn't let you just you know read the news once an hour or once it ended up being uh like top of the bottom of the and the bottom of the hour you would read read news uh, live once on the am and once on the fm and uh 
they wouldn't let you just do that. They, they made you actually uh, develop news in between, you know, so I had to write news stories, and that was done uh, basically by, um, we would take uh, the Associated Press stories. And yeah, I was wondering. Re- yeah. Re- re- we'd rewrite mm-hmm, a- mm-hmm. AP stories. I remember doing that in college radio. Yeah, so you'd rewrite those, and then occasionally we'd do, I, I got the, uh, with that I got the opportunity, we would uh, call people and, and, and you know, interview them, ask them questions about whatever. I'd call the police station, or I'd call the fire department or call these places and try to get live tape and then mm-hmm. the guy who was the actual program director when he came in on monday he wanted to have as much live tape as possible so that he could um they called those actualities and then he would you know do those type of stories where he'd go um serious five alarm house fire in cedar rapids last night we talked to chief wayne german and he had this to say about the start of the fire and then he he'd hit the button and then the tape would roll for like 30 seconds this guy was a big fucking fat guy uh the, the news director and he would eat during the while those other people were talking he, he would eat he would bring in all this food into the studio and he had all this shit that he brought from home and he'd be like shoving donuts in his face and shit while that was going on and trying to get him gulped down by the time the tape was over because he, he okay he's got 28 seconds he can eat like a donut and easily in 28 seconds and he, he would do that and then pop out of the news story and if you knew he was doing this it was funny as shit if you listen to him because sometimes he'd be like he'd be all like you could tell he had like half a donut he was Still, still trying to swallow. You would think that's just an affectation that the guy has. It's just his <sighs> style. No, he's just, a big fat yeah, fuck. Big fat fucks trying to swallow yeah, food right. at the at the yeah. end of the stories. So he wanted as much live tape as you could possibly mm-hmm. get, and that was that was good training. So anyway, I, I think most of the jobs at a radio station I, I've done at least once. Um, and so, how many air checks do you think you have um, for you? I, I, um, I've probably yeah. got. I don't know what's all in these boxes, but I've probably, I probably at least you know, like I would guess. 50 to 100 somewhere there, do, you, right? do you have any of the morning shows i th- hope i do at some point i gotta get a real do, a lot of it's unreal real do you think that any of them are um uh, were any of those shows kind of wacky morning shows i mean i guess that's what morning shows are right uh, or were well, to a certain degree you wish they were um well, i know but wasn't I mean, that the whole that wasn't wasn't so, that yeah, the time yeah. well that's that was exactly the time yeah the, the trend i mean it wasn't like the 80s the like the early 80s i mean z100 scott shannon came to new york with z100 i don't know what he had been doing before that he was not young then yeah um and yeah. but it but it was like it, it almost seemed like from day one he was there forever you know it just seemed yeah. like boom all of a sudden right. z100 the whtz you know the the, the morning and it was zoo. the hits and it was like what happened what it seemed like it came out of nowhere and it was overnight the most popular station yeah and that became the standard the morning zoo thing where you have okay, yeah the, the, the news guy and a chick always right at least try to get you know the, the main the, the main laughing guy, chick the main guy the laughing chick and the news guy uh, you know right. maybe if you were really big you had right. the the main guy uh, the uh, that's running the board the laughing chick the news guy and if you're really big you had the sports guy too and you could have everybody bouncing off everybody. right and then and then it kind of grew where you'd have an intern or someone be the wacky sort of monkey boy stupid yeah, shtick a, like you'd yeah, send them out on yeah, to do dumb exactly. little little fake prank bullshit shit right yeah they're out at the park or they're out at the blah 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 at the mall yeah and they're, they're doing the whatever or you've got the you, the typical thing was you know in, in the uh, especially in the summer you'd, you'd get the big uh, the big uh, Okay, so the big advertiser in the summer is like Coke or Pepsi a lot of times, and they wanted you to do all these live things during, you know, so, you know, we're on site right now at Crossroads. Sticker Mall. stops and shit, yeah. little promotional these, bullshit. Exactly. Stop by, get a bumper sticker and a six-pack of Coca-Cola One or whatever, you know. Yeah, so all that stupid shit. And uh, it was <laughs> fun. It was fun. You know, we gave, gave away a lot of shit. And, did, yeah. you have, um, did you have a, uh, did you have any billboards? Uh, I don't. Yeah, I did, but I don't think I've any. What I was gonna say is I don't have pictures of any billboards that I'm. No, of those billboards, uh, was it the show, a microphone? What was it? Was it any pictures of you and the rest of the crew? Uh, no, no pictures no. of me. But it was usually like a, it would be the, uh, the the logo branding of the of the. Radio any station. any press photos of you um, from back then? Do you have any? I do not. No. Uh, I, I had, I had some, do they exist? You think? Um. If they do, I don't know who's got them. Mm. You've you've seen that video that's on YouTube. There's, there's the one that you, the one of you at the station. Yeah, yeah, doing um, some pro- promo stuff and yeah, yeah, a lot so, of Me Too move moments. Yeah, there's a lot of goofy. Yeah, a lot of goofy. A lot shit. of goofy bullshit. That's what it was. Yeah, it was and, and Me Too. That was, it was 
that was that was in style back then. No, it was pre. Yeah, it was definitely pre. That was the time. We, you know, it was expected that you would smack a woman's ass past her. I mean, it was an insult if you didn't back then, especially at a radio station. If you would have asked somebody, you know, where are you at on this Me Too thing, and if they would have said, "I'm I'm in favor of it," it's just kind of <laughs> yeah, me too, love it, me too, me too, him too, all of us. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and then uh, eventually that yeah that uh, didn't work so well. Speaking of which, uh, yeah, uh, did, did you hear the uh, Louis? Louis C.K., the latest... Uh, no, no, there's more Louis C.K. news. New, 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 new. new. Over the weekend, he, he was he was back on stage over the weekend and, uh, and did a... He, I, I actually heard about... I listened to about half of it. Um, he, he did about a 50-minute set. And uh, he made fun of uh, the Parkland, uh, the, some of the Parkland people, which uh, didn't, of course, uh, come, come off... Uh, for some people very well he, he basically he's doing louis ck like nothing happened he's, he's doing the same same he's the same fucking guy you know he's not changed at all it, it, the, the world has changed about the way they feel about louis ck but he's the same fucking guy saying he's doing the same bit mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. and uh he's still funny he, I, I, I understand that he pisses a lot of people off and he and he you know he's uh, been repulsive and done a lot of bad things but um the reason he got to where he was was because he is a funny motherfucker and he's Still, the stuff he's doing is still pretty funny, you know. But uh, there's a lot of people that don't want to, don't want to, don't want to go there. They don't want to hear it. But I don't think, I don't think he gives. Well, what's he, what's he? He doesn't give a fuck. He's got no reason to give a fuck, and he's got enough money now that he doesn't have to give a fuck. He's got fuck you money, and uh, even though he lost, like what? Who knows? And he, that part of his, he does a little bit about that in his, uh, in his act, uh, and. Uh, you know, so what? He's, he's still got enough money that he's he's got he's got nothing to worry about. And if he wants to do what he stand up and keep doing, it, he's just going to keep doing it. And uh, people are going to. There were a lot of people in the audience that were laughing. I don't know how big a club it was. It didn't sound too too huge, you know. But uh, he's got followers still. Trust me. Um, hmm. You know what's weird? Yeah, not, I just I just Googled Louis C.K. and the top story from ten hours ago and one day ago yeah. is that Pete Davidson. Staten Islander, yeah. Saturday Night Live cast member, married, you know, engaged yes. to uh, Ariana Grande for half a minute. Right. Jokes about Louis C.K.'s death says C.K. wanted him off SNL for smoking pot. Pete Davidson slams Louis C.K. He tried to get me fired from CN. I mean, from SNL. Huh. Yeah. Apparently, he is anti marijuana, but. <laughs> He's he's a fucking weird dude, you know. He's a who's that? Pete Davidson. Well, Louis C.K. is both both of them. Yeah, they they both have their thing, and they butted heads, and uh, it's like, it's funny because you see these stories. They're like from from if you look at the sources that where the biggest headlines are coming from. You know, it's like Slate and places like oh, that. Oh, I mean, what, what are they going to say? You know, they're, they're, it, here's one: the Daily Caller, father of slain Parkland student, defends Louis C.K.'s right to free speech. Well, good. And and there's a picture of the guy behind his car holding up a phone, and he's wearing a Trump shirt and like a fucking a Trump 2020 shirt and a fucking camouflage hat and you're like okay Uh, (laughs) well i'm all in favor of the free speech thing as well if if you don't like it don't listen to it if you don't want to go to a louis ck show i don't think i would i don't think i would pay to go see a show i don't think i i don't i'm not that that into the whole thing he did a lot of stuff that was way over way beyond the pale of what most people would consider uh being uh, acceptable comedy before he showed everybody his dick uh but he was still getting away with it uh i like I said, I'm, oh, I'm not, you know, I'm not probably paying for it, but I probably will listen to it. If it's free, at least. Just. So I don't. I didn't know anything about this until you mentioned it. But it, it, here is this. Apparently, Louis C.K. hates weed on top of everything else. That's one headline. Louis C.K.'s Parkland joke is what happens when comedy fails. Now I don't know the Parkland joke that he had done. And now it, it says here there's another one where uh, IndieWire Louis C.K. used to have empathy, and that's the only thing to miss about him. Ricky Gervais slammed for so but he must have Ricky Gervais was translated Louis C.K. probably defended him. And then here's one Vulture the real. Louis C.K. is finally standing up. I'm sorry. Louis C.K. has been Louis C.K. before he was popular and famous, before people were like, I really like that bit. He's really smart. Yes, he is really smart. However, he was still a comedian. And I I mean, I used to listen to him on uh, the Opie and Anthony show. And the Opie and Anthony show did not, when they had comedians on, you didn't, you couldn't come on that show as a stand up comic and just do panel, just do your bit. Right. Because they fucking would get destroyed. You could have been the funniest, best comedian. The the only one that could kind of get away with it was Brian Regan. 
and even he didn't do it. You know what I mean? Like it was like he was still kind of another version of himself, right? Whereas Louis came on that show and it was just a hang. It was almost like they're hanging out at the comedy store or, you know, right. the comedy cellar right. in New York at the comics table, just fucking talking shit, saying the most foul, fucked up, racist ad. So, so these, it, it's almost like the, a group of, of the sort of, I'm going to just say, kind of lefty liberal sort of elitist publications online or otherwise yes held him up to this esteem ignoring anything else before leading into this moment and now it's like oh no this downward spiral there's this what is it no 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 you can be these two things <laughs> you can be yes. an intelligent thoughtful empathetic person and a total piece of shit scumbag at the same time you can have a duality and be good and bad and most of us are you know what I'm saying? I mean, oh, yeah. it, you, you think I wanted to say cunt 17 times on the fucking Christmas episode? No, but I did. You know why? Because I was pretending <laughs> not to want to say it, hating the word. I am not a fan of the word. And at the same time, I felt so compelled by the end. I have to say this. And I just assume that anyone that listens to this fucking dumbass podcast, whatever the fuck we're doing here, or anything that I say gets that and then you realize oh no no first, first of all i would like to say this um because i read the story today um that the, there hollywood is is um really trying to gobble up and buy podcasts uh content oh yeah 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 so, yeah we're not for sale no no, no seriously we, fuck you hollywood you mother what are you gonna say i was I'm gonna sorry. say i was gonna say we are for sale oh no 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 i you know what honestly hollywood i don't want your money and without me this doesn't work so fuck it we're gonna have a bidding war but I was also going to say, I love the word cunt. <laughs> but can we change? We should change the name of our podcast to include the C word. C word. Yeah. Uh -huh. Fuck you, cunts. That's what we call it. Uh -oh. See how far that gets us. We, we, we'd have some people, but uh, yeah. Cunt. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where we're at with that, but yeah, Louis C.K. Uh, he's he, I don't know I I agree. There's the duality is exactly it. I know that that you you nailed it. You you hit the the whole virtue mm -hmm. virtue signaling thing uh, that people are trying to do now. You know, they're trying to act like you know they're they're all above that shit and whatever. And uh, you know, you can you can lick Louis C.K.'s balls. That's what you can do. <laughs> <laughs> and and he he would probably not want you to do that. He'd want to lick his own yeah, balls yes, while, while you, you watched. watched. While you watched. That's right. Yeah. So <laughs> like a he's I, I, a okay. dog. New Year's Day. Speaking of licking your own balls. Um, <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, I'm at the I'm where it's there's a lo little local grocery store chain here, and they've got uh, in in these inside the grocery stores they have Starbucks locations inside the, these these grocery stores, and so um, I we're at the and it's like noon, but we're we decide we're just gonna go get a, a cup of coffee. We're at the Starbucks uh, in line, and because it's okay, it's a grocery store. There's a little bit of uh, maybe of confusion where the line for the Starbucks exactly should be, kind of uh, goes across the spot where. Some people are trying to get into the store and get their cart and get through and everything. It's it's not the the, the most uh, well organized place. But but here's the thing: I didn't fucking organize it. It wasn't my fucking decision to put the the, the Starbucks there. But here's what was going on: I'm standing there in line, and this woman comes walking up, and she's uh, uh, she's she's a large woman. She's she's uh, she's wide and she's tall. Uh, she's like probably about six foot two, and uh, she looks at, over at me, and she's coming up, up to the line, uh, and she's gonna she's gonna cut through the line that, that is uh, there's four or five people in front of me and three or four behind me and she's cutting through the line she does decides to go right in front of me for whatever reason and she looks at me and she says excuse you and she goes through the fucking line mm. excuse you mm. and i'm looking at her and i'm thinking cunt, cunt? <laughs> <laughs> that's right <laughs> uh -huh. exactly this yes yeah. and so it's i'm trying to let this i'm like i've been doing meditation lately and i'm uh. like I'm like god damn it all right what the, why, does, why does this bother me excuse you fucking you know uh, and i try to make it i do when i'm at a store like whatever and i'm I'm walking in front of somebody if they're if they're you know they're looking at the fucking mushrooms the canned mushrooms there and i'm going walking in front of them by the canned mushrooms i normally am gonna go, go if i'm cutting in, in front of their vision as they're doing that i'm gonna look at them and say excuse me i mean i'm I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to walk through and I'm just going to say something. I, I, I think that's uh, only civil uh, because if you don't, you're a fucking cunt. And uh, so anyway, uh, she, so I'm, I'm, 
this had this kind of steamed me a little bit. And now, when we went into the to get the coffee, Rachel was with me and my wife, and she had, she had t- uh, taken off to to get some a couple other items. She's going to meet me back, you know, and we're going to leave after we got she got her stuff, I got my stuff, and so uh, we we uh, meet back up again. And I, I told her the story about this woman and the excuse you thing. And I said, does that sound weird to you? Excuse you? I just I haven't heard anybody say that, or you know, just the way she did it was really fucking just it irked me. And she's like, okay, yeah. She goes, well, that is that is weird. And then uh, I go, and then the woman comes around the corner, uh, and I can see her, and she's like, a little ways away. And I go, go to Rachel. I go, that's her. That's that's her right over there. Rachel goes, oh. She goes, I know who that is. I go, really? Who is it? She goes, she's a teacher at the high school. <laughs> and then I'm like, all right. That's it. I, I get it. That's how she deals with kids all the time. She she never. It's mm-hmm. always excuse you. It's always mm-hmm. their fault. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that is a cunty teacher. <laughs> this is why kids are mad. This is why kids are they're, they're getting this bullshit. It's like, are you kidding me? Excuse you. Fuck you, teacher. To, t- today, I was at my son's school. So Cameron, you know, he goes to that uh, vocational school, the maritime engineering school, and it's the Which, end. Yeah. It's the end of Sandy Hook, New Jersey. Nothing to do with Connecticut with a school shooting, but that's like it's literally like just a seven and a half, eight mile trip to the end of it and got to go out there and i have to pick him up because it's so far away from his home school that when he has a swim meet like he did today um the bus leaves from his home school which is a good 20 25 minutes away from where he goes to school he can't make it so i've got to sign him out of school about half an hour early mm-hmm. so i sent the email about having him come out of school at 215 this is how i've done it in the past blah 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 is there anything else i need to do and i've asked multiple times and i always fucking don't remember the fucking rules or whatever the fuck the protocol is and and it's and it's known that if if you were this school doesn't have its own teams in sports. So if you, you're going to be at your home high school that you're zoned for, for sports, and for him to compete, you got to get out early. Okay, cool. I'm not really a note guy. I'm not going to fucking write a handwritten note or print something out or whatever. It just seems silly to me. Why can't I just send a fucking email? Okay, I did that. I said, is there anything else they need to do? And he's like, uh, just make sure that Cameron knows, okay, I already did. I texted him. I've copied him on this email and that he stopped by the office. So this is like the school, one of the, one of the two school secretaries. Um, and and you know and make sure he comes and gets a golden ticket, right? Which I think was funny to call a golden ticket. Like it's like get out of school early, golden ticket. Like golden ticket's a positive. Just like I don't know what you want to call it, but golden ticket. But whatever. So so and and the it's not like one building. It's a series of very small buildings. So they've got to either call his teacher or he just knows to come to the main office. So. Uh, Cameron, I let Cameron in the car and, uh, I, I, I go and and check in with them again and said, oh, I think he may have to leave school early tomorrow and Friday. Should I just, uh, send another email, a separate email, two emails? And she said, no, um, send in a note like everyone else. I said, I really don't know what everyone else did. But when she said like everyone else, it really fucking pissed me off. It was like, <laughs> like everyone else? Really? No, fuck. Honestly, fuck you. I'm going to continue to send emails. What are you not going to? Or I'm just going to fucking show up. And what are you going to do? Just say And then because it really bothered me. And I don't know what it is. There are two secretaries. They sit. Their desks are about... I would say maybe four feet apart. I didn't even know which one I was emailing. Um, I was emailing the older one, the older one probably in her 50s, as opposed to the one who is probably in her late 30s, maybe around 40-ish. The younger one is much more attractive and uh, smiles more, and I think I like her. They both seem mildly amused by my nonsense because I'm incapable of going or doing anything without being a fucking jackass clown just being myself unless of course i don't feel it at all but that fucking really pissed me off i was like I, and i just said up to her and i'm sure that my saying to her i don't know what everyone else does probably bothered her and i hope it did fucking and, and she probably talks to students this way fuck her exactly <laughs> fuck her <laughs> oh man yeah <laughs> We are white, angry guys. No one's ever going to pick up our show. Speaking of, and you, this could be this could be another episode for you, Hollywood cats that are listening right now. Um, <laughs> By the way, you are totally a radio guy from like the eighties, Hollywood cats. <laughs> you Hollywood cats that are listening right hey, now. Hey man, what's up, Hollywood cats? Slice guy Copeland. 
Don't forget, we got weather on the town. All right, here we go. All right, now, um, so uh, speaking of uh, strange, okay, so today I, I, I go into this. Do you have uh, the Goodwill, Goodwill stores? Do they have those everywhere? Is that, is that kind of, do you know what I'm Goodwill, talking about? Goodwill, Goodwill. I'm fairly confident that we have Goodwill, yes. Goodwill, it's like it's like the... You know, it's like a Salvation Army, but not yeah. Catholic. Right, right, right. Yeah, exactly. yeah I know the ones. So, mm-hmm. we, so, And we have these here locally, and uh, I, I occasionally walk in there just for the hell of it, because there's one really close to where I work, and I'm bored, and, and uh, they're, they're bizarre. I, I just the, the people watching it is is it's spectacular in there, better than Walmart. But uh, so uh, I, I was in there uh, today, and uh, there's uh, so they hire the handicapped. They have people in there that that uh, you know that's kind of a lot of them are I think. Uh, mildly uh, on the spectrum of something, and some mm-hmm. of them, some of them, it's more severe. And mm-hmm. uh, there's, uh, there's a few I've noticed that you know, they're in there, and they've, they've got really got to help them a lot. And some that um, seem like they can, they can pretty much uh, do it, but um, you really probably shouldn't talk to them too much. And so there's this guy in there today that's working in there, and I haven't seen him before, but um, he is uh, he's repeating these two words over and over over and over he just repeats these two words and he's doing his thing he's going over and he's grabbing his stuff and he's putting on the shelf but he's repeating these two words over and over and i can't quite hear it because he's mumbling it sort of a little bit but then he gets right next to me and he's 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 got these two words going on he's going despair and wondering despair and wondering despair and wondering despair and wondering and then he mumbles off and he takes off again and i'm like did he say despair and wondering I'm like, what the fuck is that all about and as I so I, I'm like it, it creeped me out I was like this is this is like some I don't know this isn't he, he didn't seem happy he, he just really seemed like there, there was despair and wondering going on there <laughs> but <laughs> I had to get back close again to see if because I could see his lips still moving he's like across stories over doing something else I'm thinking and, and by now like 15 20 minutes have passed because I've been kind of wandering around a little bit and I had half forgotten about it but then I see him again I think I'm gonna go back over there and see if he's what, he, what he's up to what he's talking about and I get over there and he's still over there going despair and wondering despair and I'm wondering <laughs> what what does he say Dis- despair despair uh-huh like d-e-s-p-a-i-r yep. and wondering mm-hmm. and wondering okay. despair and wondering okay those are the two words and he was just over and over and it was, did you ever figure out why what was going on no i thought about this asking. guy worked there yeah he's working there he's putting away you know they, they have a rack okay. full of stuff and a okay. table and st- these little rolling carts it, and they bring stuff out and they just put it away and he knows to okay that's a shirt go put it over there mm-hmm. that kind of stuff he, he he was cognizant enough to know kind of pretty much what he was doing he wasn't now he's not fast or anything what he's doing mm-hmm. he's, he's, getting mm-hmm. the, he's getting the shit out on the shelves and he's, he's getting it done he's doing his thing doing but his he's thing. but he keeps saying this more than more than twice he's saying this over and he's just going on it's just this okay. it's just this thing is repeating in his head. Mm-hmm. it's just going over mm-hmm. and over and over he's got he's stuck he's in a loop he may be saying it right okay now. right so i just i just had an idea what this, I hope I'm hopefully the Hollywood um, cats are not listening right now. You're not listening? No, 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 no. I think I think we need to change this. I, what is it? Okay, this episode 112, right? You got the website up. I, much as I love the name Unbecoming of Age, it's a great name. Okay. Okay. I think we should change the name of the podcast. Despair and wondering. Despair and wondering. <laughs> oh, I'm not even joking. You think I'm fucking joking? Unbecoming of Age. I'm sorry. Like, listen, honestly, I don't. It's hard to disguise um, that we're white guys, but I just think that, and maybe, maybe every now and again, one of us does the NPR voice. Yeah, we go a little low. We don't go too over the top. We don't go too over the top. A little slow. We go a little low. We go a little low. We go a little slow. Right, right. We do not say the word cunt, or if we do, <laughs> we say it in the context, the history of the word, maybe a little backstory about it, and then we don't like we don't really editorialize so much. Yeah. You don't know where we're coming from, despair and wondering. And maybe if it goes well, we bring that guy on, and he's our guy. He's our MC. He's our third mic. We can do it just like you can just you can yeah. ride the levels, bring them down. You don't want them in your home. We can set them up low and slow, just like NPR. And we can and, mm-hmm. and they like to do those things. NPR loves to do the uh, the, the sort of the uh, the the biopic thing where they talk about somebody in the Midwest as if they're some sort of a creature that they're observing at the zoo and mm-hmm. so that guy would work out pretty well for that and the other thing i was thinking that would those two words if you think about mm-hmm. despair and wondering we could also right. really we could we could fit in something really easily about the micro penis despair yeah yeah despair um, and wondering right colin that, have, you, thing. <laughs> have you uh, have you heard about the micro penis <laughs> no, it's it's, yeah. it's a thing it's, it's a very despair. small thing 
I'm wondering. I'm wondering. <laughs> or, the, or maybe we can just change our names, right? Like instead of like uh, Sly Sky Copeland, you think you can just be? Do you want to be despair or wondering? I think you should be wondering. I'd like I should to be, be wondering. Wondering is because if Wonder, you're going to be like, you know, yeah. if you were going to be I, Bed Bath or Beyond, I know you'd be. You'd yeah. be Beyond, or, or, right? Or maybe, we, <laughs> maybe like Bed Bath or Beyond. Which would you be? A bed, bed. I'd be Beyond. Do you see? A lot of people would want to be Beyond. I think you'd go for that. So I don't know that we should change the name of the. I, I'm. I'm just feeling. No, bad. don't change the name of the name. I'm totally mistaken about it. I think that this is a workshop here. Uh, I'm becoming age with. Um, your hosts despair and you'd be wondering wondering i think it's right. cool that we got we called it unbecoming of age before we got to unbecoming before michelle obama wrote a book now she's, she's got this book what's her book it's called becoming that's the name of her book oh be- becoming. Be- becoming and mm-hmm. if i think it's only fitting if she's becoming that we're yeah, we're probably unbecoming mm-hmm. we're mm-hmm. you know we're probably not you mm-hmm. know i don't know michelle's mm-hmm. kind of got her shit together or, she's kind of She's kind of mm-hmm. wealthy. She's kind of, you know, she's kind of got, she's got it all going on. And she could, or sell, me. She could sell her podcast. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I'm, yeah. I hope she can sell ours too. You think we can get her to, uh, or how about if we can't get Michelle Obama to um, sort of promote our podcast or at least give a positive review or say anything about it? Can we get Gail King to do it? Oprah's friend, Gail King? No? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I just, I just want a black woman to support our show. <laughs> Any black I, woman. You know what? Actually, I don't care. I want, I want a uh, a person, one person of color, to admit to listening to an entire episode of this show. Somebody was saying uh, uh, that we have. Uh, well, yeah, who knows? Um, I, I mean, I guess, I guess Jeremy Lopez has listened to the show. He's and not I mean, of he, color. He's Lopez, man. He's he's like yeah, but I mean, you Peruvian. can still. Jeremy Lopez, he's Peruvian. He's not a Peruvian. Is a person of color. I'm sorry. No. If you if your if your pigmentation does not look like yours, if you're not translucent, I'm not saying that you're translucent. I've never seen you in real life. Um, I'm, p- but, I'm pretty pink. Yeah. You know, you're pretty. Yeah, but I mean, and I'm. I don't know. I don't have much melatonin. I'm a I'm a white motherfucker. My, I was just reading that uh, the last name Flynn. Uh, if you go back uh, uh, to the uh, to the origins to the. Uh, uh, yeah, to the origins of the word Flynn, it was uh, came from o- O'Flanan, O, and then F L O N I N. O'Flanan was the beginning of, in uh, the Celtic days of Flynn, and it re- the word Flanan, F L O N I N, means red cheeked, ruddy red cheeks, hmm. red, red cheeked. So I, I come from the no. the red cheeked, the red cheeked. Uh, the red cheeked of Ireland, and so uh, I don't know. Uh, I, you know, Lopez. I, I, I guess we could give him of color. He he plays the the, the of color card. If I've heard him do that, but uh, I don't know. I, just, I don't know if it's a card. I mean, I don't know. I don't know his experience, but I mean, but yeah, it, it's a, it's a strange thing though. You just sort of. But I I kind of want someone either really famous and successful, or someone really sort of just black street as, black as oh just just street. yeah. You know, or the Wu Tang Clan. You know, with the, the, with the middle school with yeah, them, if uh, we could junior get, high school. Yeah, yeah some of those Wu Tangers, the the Wu Tang thing. Did you? Uh, yeah, I guess I did. I talked to you about the they were, did the Tiny Desk concert thing, which was uh, yeah, you did. And I I keep I did. I think I came across it. No, I didn't come across it. I I, I want to watch it. And I, I that's awesome that they did that. I posted on our badass. on our uh, on our Twitter just mostly so that I wouldn't forget it. But I posted on Twitter a little while ago on our Twitter <clears> account <throat> a um, a link to a video. Um, the band Churches is that how I know Churches yeah yeah um, Scottish band Scottish yeah they got the the chick singer thing uh, they did yeah. a, a remake of uh, the uh, 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 love this this song by uh, Kendrick Lamar which is quite good and, th- and there was on some there's some show that's in England where they have uh, other bands do covers of other 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 people's right, stuff, right. and I thought it was really quite good but uh, so I threw that up you want to check that out you should you don't you don't really know the original song but you're not a, you're not a Kendrick a Kendrick guy, really, are you? No, no, but I think I actually did stumble across it somewhere. The the, the song, the churches, but the churches yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where, but it wasn't on our Twitter because I don't pay attention to Twitter. I'm not good at that that, that whole thing. Did a guy come by you talking about despair and wondering? And I tell you, <laughs> you should listen to churches. You should do that because yeah. that's uh, no. You, yeah. You're still listening to despair, and wondering. Despair and wondering. Huh? Yeah. 
a calling, you know, something I was wondering about. So in the new year, John, so far you've not, you've <laughs> yes. not, you've not worked. <laughs> you don't like my character, what? No, I have not worked yet. As a matter of fact, I still have another four days off. And you're you're pretty sure that at the end of these four days, you've got their van yet. So, so I still have the van. Well, I don't have the van. Uh, the van is not in my possession. It is oh. parked in my mother and father's driveway in Staten Island, New York. So more or less, it's, it's in your... It's in your, I just signed a lease for one month. Your general care. Oh, did you really? In, uh, well, verbally. I mean, I, 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 I sent $1,300 to a young woman who lives in Greenpoint, Brooklyn. Her name is Kat. Is, and I sent is her Greenpoint money. a uh, that's a pretty hipster area? Pretty it's a neighborhood, much. yeah, sort of. It's a very Polish neighborhood. Um, the location and that I'm staying on, it was. Um, I ended up looking at three apartments. The first one was also in Greenpoint, around the corner from where I will be living for the next month. Is that where ish. Uh, Matt Damon just bought his new place? I doubt. Well, it's within the realm of possibility. There are some really nice places, but I didn't know Matt Damon bought something in New York City. I believe there was a story this week that said he had bought the most expensive real estate in Brooklyn. He had Hold on one second. You're, you're like, you, how do you know all this shit? Uh, shit, you know, just, you know, just, you know, it's the internet. It's, it's, I, you know, there's too much information available today. You know, I shouldn't really clod my head with that kind of stuff. You're right. I shouldn't $16.75 million penthouse. Is it in Greenpoint? Uh, let's see. Inside has an expensive apartment in Brooklyn. Uh, Matt Damon is a da, 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 six. No, Brooklyn Heights. No, no, no. This is a six-bedroom penthouse apartment in the in the Standish, in the New York neighborhood of Brooklyn Heights. Brooklyn Heights is has been a nice neighborhood for a really long time. It is um, the massive uh, some Trumps of previous local record about Cobble Hill. Da, da, da. All right, so it is. Huh. So Brooklyn Heights is. Um, fairly close to the Brooklyn Bridge there's this promenade and there's an incredible view of uh, near the East River in New York City Manhattan skyline so you're close to and looking at downtown Manhattan you can see the Brooklyn Bridge it's it's really a beautiful area it's been this way it's different it's different it is a neighborhood it is a neighborhood with families and people with money and it's you're you're uh, in Manhattan with public transportation very quickly I don't know that Matt Damon needs that but uh, yeah look at that I don't know much about Matt Damon's personal life I don't know if he's married kids or what but uh, I'm not sure either speaking of me too he had kind of a me too moment I'm not sure how he's recovered from that I think he's uh, He's, he doesn't have to worry about it. Again, he's got fuck you money, so so uh, doesn't really matter. Whatever he's been, uh, you know, aspersions have been cast in his direction. He's, I think he's going to be okay. <clears throat> yeah, no, but I don't know the the place that I'm staying. Nowhere near that. And so, I mean, these these little so in the in the direct area. I'm just trying to get a mental image of this. You said there's, uh, it's not really like it wouldn't be like clubs, but there would be like pubs type thing and those kind of. Sure, sure. Uh, there would be there would be uh, some bars and restaurants. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Probably a lot of uh, vegan ice cream shops. Um, vegan? I'm ice not cream. sure. What the hell? No, How the hell does that work? Vegan ice cream. There's there there is a place called uh, Llewellyn Ice Cream that's not just vegan, but they do have vegan. They're they're one of the better vegan um, ice cream places. How did their ice cream is pretty good? I, I it's no, it's I, usually I, nut based. It's like. Uh, uh, coconut based or uh, cashew or almond based and uh, uh, right. yeah some of it their their ice cream is pretty good pretty creamy okay yeah it's in, it's uh, not far from where Matt Damon lives see I'm not a huge fan of of, uh, of actual ice cream it's, mm, it's the idea of some pseudo ice cream would be for me it's kind of just kind of a like the creamy thing you're talking about that, that to me is uh, it's, yeah it's too that's too you know coats your mouth and it's like yeah mm-hmm yeah, yeah. I, like, I still still like that so, okay yeah so what you were asking me about uh, the job and I do have it yes the answer is yes I, as far as I know I I am going to work on Monday January 7th and this is uh, for the uh, for the for the TV thing and uh, so mm-hmm. how mm-hmm. much time do they have left uh, what's going on are we in mid-season what, what are we doing uh, so uh, so there were a uh, uh, when I got on the job I started before we started shooting episode two the pilot, which will be episode one, was already shot back in March of 2018. I started in October of 2018 and have worked on episodes two through seven. It's a 10-episode series for season one. Hopefully there'll be a season two. Uh, that doesn't mean I'll work on season two. but uh, So we go back and we have to shoot episodes 
8, 9, and 10. Each episode is 8 days of shooting. 8 times 3 is 24. So I have 24 days of work left. January 7th until February 7th. And then after that, it's who knows? <laughs> sad, just sad job, sad John making very little money. Um, but do you have do you have the opportunity though? Do you think after that? I mean, there's is there something else that's going to pop up? With it's within the realm of possibility okay. that I will be able to call the union hall, say, hey, or text. This is John Craig. I'm available for work, and do that every day of the week. And then if I don't hear anything, then I don't have work. At some point, I may get a text from one of the two representatives from the union hall that will be like, okay, John, please contact so-and-so. You'll be working for them tomorrow. And that job could be, you know, you're driving a van, you're working as a helper on a truck, who knows. But I won't be driving a truck because I don't have a commercial driver's license. And so would you, this would be, uh, at what point do you actually become union certified? Do you do that? uh, For me, that's a tough uh, question to answer, tough nut to crack, because I don't really know. So I think the way it would work for someone like me is that I am on the, uh, what is, uh, I think it's called uh, the quote-unquote casual list. I'm not sure if there's an actual list of names and that they classify them. Um, uh, A couple of my colleagues who are in the union it took them like 10 ye- full 10 years to be full union guys like like book guys I don't know even what it means to have your book and I don't know if there's a literal book I don't know if it's based on number of days that you've worked I mean if I were to work um, I can't remember how it is I think if you work 140 days in a year in a calendar year then you have you get um, Money can go to your pension. If you work 200 or more days in a year, then you're getting benefits. Now, I don't know if the benefits start for that calendar year when you hit 200 or if they kick in for the following year. And I don't know what you need to do to maintain those benefits. Mm -hmm. I would imagine to maintain the benefits, you would have to work 200 um, days per year. Nice. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. Is there somebody you can pay off? Is there somebody you can like slip a, a, a twenty? I don't think so. Walk in there and no, I don't think so. No. Here's a twenty dollar bill, Mister. You can, you can do one of those things. You know, one of those, there's no payoff. No, I'm not. Come on, there's got to be a payoff. There's got to be somebody there. It's, it's New York. You can grease the skids. You can. You can. No. You know. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure. I'm sure. I, it, it, I don't have that kind of money. I don't think I do. Um, so I, I will. I. It will be in my best interest to get my commercial driver's license, if nothing else, get a Class B uh, commercial driver's license uh, before this job ends, and it will be in my best interest to kind of find out next steps what to do and and maybe have a real moment with one of my two bosses, Um, probably the number two boss who's like my age, not the older guy who thinks I'm a left-wing liberal fucking transgender supporter not that i'm an anti you know i'm talking about isn't that what they're looking for though really they they don't want (laughs) (laughs) they don't they're not really industry come on yeah yeah it's it's not run by Republicans. this union doesn't want that no but mm, no it's a different thing i don't want to get into too much more yeah i I get it but uh, yeah i don't want to talk about individuals and uh yeah, yeah, so all right, so it's it's yeah. We had this discussion the other night though at at, at dinner. There was guys that were talking about how they, the the parties are split. The the Repu- Republicans are split now, and they can't uh, get their wagons in a circle. There's like two two different parties within a party, or three. And I think the Democrats are the same way. So you've got the union guys that are that are uh, that you know they they usually vote Democrat, and they they have a a, uh, a leaning in that direction. Always the the unions do, and uh, and, uh, and but then there's you've also got the the liberal left uh you know flaky liberal left guys that uh, maybe the labor type guys and the democratic party are looking at and going i don't want to hang around with those guys they're, they're a little too uh, i don't know they were they were sport coats to uh drive a car around what the fuck is the matter with those guys <laughs> uh, 
anyway, the director. Is that what they were calling you? The director? Yeah, the director. The, the director. director. That's right. Yeah, that's me. That's the guy. I'm the guy. But uh, I, I'm excited. I'm excited about uh, getting this apartment starting. Not yeah. Today is Wednesday. Tomorrow is. How big so. is the place? Um, I would say that it's, uh, it's a two-bedroom. I'd say it's roughly... 800 so square foot two bedrooms so could you sublet the one bedroom no 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 she, i'm not taking the whole place she oh, yeah. is oh. my 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 the, the leaseholder she is renting to me okay and what's so, her story what's she like she i didn't want to bring this up because uh i didn't want you to ask questions i didn't want you to ask questions it's unlikely i may record the podcast in her place do, and do we need to yeah but yeah. okay okay i don't know not while i'd be like hey cat come to, here you want to be on the radio and uh she's uh she is a uh 31 year old woman uh attractive she, she's cute I don't want to play this game again. Right. But last time I did this, you did this once before. <laughs> I knew. I, you see it? I, I was. I didn't even think about it because I was just being. You asked me a question. I answered the question, and I knew you would ask this. I knew that I would. I knew exactly how I would react, and then I knew that I would dance around it because I really didn't want to talk about it because this is a real person. This is a person that I'm going to be, uh, you know, sharing her apartment. She, she, she she's a nanny. Uh, I think she's Matt Damon's nanny. Um, just. <laughs> Uh, no, I don't. I don't know. And uh, yeah, she's cool. Uh, she's she's good. She's um, yeah, I like her. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is our show. Let's let Mr. Big Voice take us out. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed Unbecoming of Age. Bonus content at unbecomingofage.com. Subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcatcher. Find us on social media at Unbecoming of Age. And sometimes when we talk.